Welcome to Nerdables. This week we are talking Breaking Bad getting a film. Rick Grimes gets three. Once Upon a Deadpool hits theaters in December. Pacific Rim and Altered Carbon are coming to Netflix. Loki TV confirmed. While Scarlet Witch may yet be the mutant catalyst, Diego Luna returns as Kazdi and Andor, and the Mandalorian may be Apollo Creed. So, I'm R.A. Joining me this week are Chris, Ethan, and Mikey. Welcome, gentlemen. Oh, what? Yeah. I fell asleep during this, trying to do that intro. It's that smoke inhalation that you've had. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You wear a mask, so you don't get that, even though there's no yeah, smoke. I'm the smart one. Uh, Breaking Bad is getting a film. Wow. Why? Why? Yeah. That had a perfect ending. You don't need to do anything more. It's It's just them trying to capitalize again on a... On a franchise that was successful. So what they said is going to happen is it's supposed to take place as Jesse's driving off. That's it's, when the movie starts. That's when that's when the movie starts. Yes. Uh. And I think it's it's mainly because people are wondering what happened to Walt, and they want that closure. That did he die or did he not die? I, I liked it the way it was because I'm, you don't know, and it leaves it open to interpretation. Exactly. I think Walt died. Just yeah, drove off into the sunset, and that's it. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, Brian Cranston says that he thinks that Walt is still alive. Well, yeah, but he, he's the character. I mean, he's it's his character. It, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he's getting paid for a movie now. Yeah, I know. But see, that's just it. Now well, we don't know. It's no, be Aaron Paul. I mean, if they're going to have Aaron Paul, then they're going to most likely have Brian Cranston. They don't have to. You don't have to, but it seems as though. If you're going to have it be Breaking Bad instead of the Jesse story. Okay, Walt Jr. gets back at Jesse for killing his dad. So what happens is the blue ice causes a mutation which starts cu- killing people and then they return as zombies. And that's the Walking Dead movies that they're doing. There we go, we solved it. So we just, and we just tied it right into the Rick Grimes movies. There you go. No, seriously though, a walking excuse me, a Breaking Bad movie makes absolutely no sense to me, and it seems a way to kill what was a, go- a a good, gorgeous franchise. There was no point for it, and it's what almost ten years too late. Didn't the series end in two thousand nine? Or no, five years ago, or almost five years ago. Okay. Or it may have been five. Oh, so no, it was five years ago. It started in two thousand. It was five years ago in in the summer because. Better Call Saul started the February or the January after. Yeah, because they've gone through four. Yeah. Yeah. In my experience, this this type of stuff, when they try to revisit something long after the hype has been over, never does well. So I feel like this is not going to do well, and it's just going to ruin the moment in that TV And so show. far, Aaron Paul hasn't done very well in the theaters. Well, his... Need, Need for Speed, speed did horrible. And then the path got canceled after yep. two seasons. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's got a show I think on I want to say Hulu right now. That was the path. Was it the path? Yeah. Oh. But still, I mean, you have Better Call Saul right now. Yeah. Better Saul. Better Call Saul does have some future flash forwards with you know Saul in the what would be the present. Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. So to me, that's all you need. You know, if you wanted to have Jesse show up there at some point, or Walt maybe sitting in the the come up to the Cinnabon or whatever and order something, 
you know, at, at the very like at the very end of this series. Yeah. Then to me, that's all you would need. You don't need to do a two-hour film or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It just it's cashing in on something you don't need to cash in on. Yeah, that's how Hollywood is. I mean, so. in a way, it, it's the three Rick Grimes films that they're going to do. Although that's just going to be on AMC. Those aren't for theater. No, but and is this I, a theatrical film? The Breaking Bad. It's yeah. going to be yeah. on AMC yeah. first. No, it's. It, is it AMC first? Yeah, and it's then an it'll film. go to a, probably a limited, limited run. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of like what Netflix is doing. They put it as a limited run in theater, so that way it gets uh, it can be qualified for the Academy Awards because you you have you have to at least. Well, everyone's going to think it's TV anyway, right? Well, I think it's funny that AMC is like, okay, what's our biggest properties? Okay, let's make movies and put it on our channel. Well, the Rick Grimes one kind of makes sense because it gives you a way to. Since spoiler, you know what we're. It was last week, so was, yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Rick doesn't die in the episode. He goes off onto whatever you know. It's basically his own adventure. Jadis basically kidnaps him, essentially. Yeah. So now, so now, if you if you're jumping the six years in between the mid season to where it comes back in February, now it gives you a chance to tell those six years. Of what happens with Rick. Well, I think that's what they said the purpose of the movies were, is kind of to finish out his story, to let you know in that time frame that they made the jump what happened to Rick and Jadis and all that stuff. So. Yeah, and you and even in that even in that six-year jump that you're telling, it will kind of set up what happened throughout the world mm-hmm. or the you know of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously now we know that, that Morgan doesn't get back to the group because that you know that was something that they were kind of toiling with in uh fear the walking dead was him and his group were you know possibly coming back to alexandria now that he found people and realized that he does belong with other people so now but we know that with this six-year jump unless morgan shows up now in the new series you know which they could do that and then that still gives you a chance to have your Fear of the Walking Dead series to yeah. fill in that other time period, too. True. But I just, again, like the Breaking Bad movie, the Rick Grimes, you really don't need to tell. Well, here's the difference. I think Andrew Lincoln's exit caught them by surprise, and they worked out a deal that Andrew Lincoln would come back. And then, because it's planned beforehand, yeah, it's a somewhat organic storytelling device it's not like they killed rick grimes and three years from now they tell you by the way we're going to do three movies with rick right where in the case of breaking bad it was never supposed to continue so years later it feels not as organic not something that's a creative choice and more of something but the question comes down to are you going to see it well he sees everything so we already know you're at you, you say we don't need this and why are they making this if you see it You've answered your own question. No, you're, and you're right. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where it, it comes down to the trailer. Or, you know, what... It doesn't even come down to that. But I if think you're it, happy with where you're at where you said this is going to ruin it, don't watch it. I mean... Just don't watch it. I think there's a part of people, though, that want, once this comes out, wants to see what story they're going to tell. Whether you, whether you well, want it or not, people will see it, and that's why they did it. But yeah. Vince Gillian hasn't done a bad job of whatever he's done writing yeah so just by 
if he's going on and saying, yeah, I have a story that I can tell, let's do this, mm-hmm. then part of me is intrigued because he does a very good job with the storytelling, so maybe he does have something that can add to the story. What happens when you find out Brian Cranston's in it? Because he's already said that he wants to be in it. Right. Yeah, that's going to be, you know, it's going to be the, the weird thing. And then also, do you do the time jump within that to where they are, you know, to... to flash forward. The, yeah, to where they are. If you keep it linear, then you, you keep those, that time period hmm. of when Jesse left Well, didn't they already tell now. you what it's about? Jesse being abducted, kidnapped, something or other? No, they just said that, they said it will take place after Jesse leaves. As far as I know, I haven't seen anything really more. Yeah, we, well, we don't know I don't the think time really, frame, right? Yeah. Of how long? I thought they had released something so. specific. I mean, if if it's if it's literally Jesse's back in the car in, in the El Camino and he's driving off, and that's where it picks up. It's going to be, you know. I don't think it's that interesting. We, I mean, it, I don't know if it's interesting. Jesse has word. a change of heart, turns the El Camino around, and picks up Walt, and that's the movie. That's what I'm afraid of. That's, I that's have, honestly that's what I'm afraid of. I have a of. very strong suspicion that that's going to be. That he what it he is. drives in there, you know. The cop, granted, there's only a, there's what one or two squad cars that showed up. I don't even remember. He threw. Oh, yeah, well, no, there are come. there are the cops, cops there. The cops come in. Yeah. Yeah. They because they, they the last thing you see is them standing over top of Walt. Yeah. That's why you don't know if Walt lives or dies. Yeah. yeah. So what information it, circulating circulating over the plot of the new film, The Wrap, I don't know what that is, some serious sleuthing discovered Gilligan may reveal the storyline from the film five whole years ago. The 2000, in 2013 interview with GQ, he stated what he hoped Jesse's outcome would be versus the more likely scenario. The personal feeling is that he got away, but the most likely thing, as negative as it sounds, is that they're going to find his kid's fingerprints all over the lab and they're going to find him within a day or a week or a month. So it sounds like... Yeah, it, it kind of sounds like he's already... He's going to be on the run, basically. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's only tossing around ideas, but that's kind of... So, what happens to Walt is, he survives, but he's now in the wheelchair with the bell. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Although, that was, really, that was really cool to see how that evolved this year oh, in Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, I just... I. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, Chris, I, I got exactly what I needed to out of Breaking Bad. Then don't see it. But like I said... In, then don't see it. It's a curiosity it, thing. Yeah, there it's is, hard, it's hard yeah. to... But that's why this keeps happening. No, I no, I understand that. And and I hate saying, well, you know, I, I wait to see what the trailer looks like because we don't have that problem anyways, you know, with trailers. Trailers you give us to too much. The trailer. They're going to tell you exactly what Oh, sure. About. Yeah, we'll know, yeah. It ain't going to be a surprise. Yeah, you'll yeah. know the info mm-hmm. before the trailer. Now, Ethan, when they did say that Rick Rimes was getting three movies, yeah. were you happy? Well, because I know you you were still kind of you know upset that Andrew Lincoln was leaving, and well, I don't, I, I'll be watching it for sure. Yeah, because I mean, Rick was my favorite character on the show, so I'm interested to see the story that they come up. But an interesting tidbit that I read about. Regarding the uh, Andrew Lincoln's exit, Chris was saying that it took them by surprise. He's already stated to Scott Gimple that he wanted to leave at the end of season four. They Jesus. planned on killing his character at the end of season four. What season are they in? 
Ten. Nine. Nine? Yeah. Oh, okay. So him and Andrew Lincoln, or Scott Gimple and Andrew Lincoln came up to a decision that they were going to start working towards his death at the end of season eight, at the end of the all-out war so storyline. The helicopter, because this isn't the first time we saw the helicopter. Mm-hmm. We saw it a couple seasons. Matter of fact, I think we saw it the first season they hit Alexandria. It was a few seasons ago, yeah. You Rick saw it one time off in the distance, and he just kind of they nothing was ever done with it. He just sees it, looks up, and then there was another time they showed it flying again. And then last season was the first time they really had any interaction with the helicopter when they were at the junkyard. Mm. Yeah, and then. Maybe they didn't know what the... Or the well, helicopter was know. always supposed to have something to do with Rick. Well, and yeah, the, because I think the last time we saw it, previous to this episode, was Jadis sees it. Right. Or notices it. And it kind of like... She has this look of, I know who that is. Right. That was at the end of never, last season. Yeah, it was never touched upon. Right. And then basically now it seems like it's some sort of group Trade. that's using her to basically smuggle people. But we still don't really have an understanding of what they do. Right. Either an A or a B, which you thought was Alpha or Beta with the Whisperers. Yeah. I mean, I guess it still could be. It could be, but... That'd be funny is we do the six-year time jump. Mm. They do the movies, and then at some point they see a Walker Rick come through. (laughs) Michonne sees it, and she's like, she gets ready to swing the sword, and she notices it's Rick. (laughs) That'd be stupid, too. But, um... So yeah. do, you, do you think that whatever happens, they'll end up bringing Rick back at the very end when their the show so. wraps? I think so. Andrew Lincoln's always talked about wanting to come back to the show, but he wants to take the time off to be with his kids because his kids are at that age where they still want to hang out with him. <laughs> and they're getting older, and he feels like if he continues on to the show, he won't have that opportunity to be with his kids. And they're always living in the UK anyway, and so he rarely sees them. He just wants to be with his family, which is well, understandable. But here's the other thing. With it doing a six-year time jump now in between these two, you know, the se- in between season nine, you know Rick probably never gets back to the group. Well, you don't know what's happened to Rick, too. He may be like Negan in prison with whatever group that Jadis took him to. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you can't really say, oh, he's out in the field somewhere, you know, trying to make his way back or Well, but wouldn't you think that wherever Rick ends up, what, you know, I mean, it's hard, we're speculating now through these three movies, but at some point during these three movies, Rick is going to try to get back to his group. They have to take him far, far away. You don't know. Yeah, the helicopter may take him to California. On the, all the way on the opposite side of the U.S., so. And then he runs into Morgan there. Because yeah. <laughs> they, they need more ratings for Fear the Because, you know, helicopters can fly across the country all the, yeah. Yeah. On one tank. On one tank. So, yeah, you don't, I mean, you don't know what's happening. Uh, hell, you never know at the third movie that they do, they end up killing Rick. He just dies. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's something I'm interested in watching. Uh, I'll watch it because you know Rick's my favorite character from the show, so I want to see what his story. Plays Have out. they given a time of when these are going to come out? No, they're just announcing the fact that they want to do three movies. So, so more than li- more than likely, what'll happen is they'll do like when uh, the break between you know you'll have Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, then you'll have a break before Walking Dead comes back. You'll have your first Rick movie, 
Then the next year, you'll have your next Rick movie. Probably. And then you'll have another Rick movie. And then you'll you'll have your end of the show. Because I can't imagine them going on more than 15 seasons. I'm surprised they had more than one movie. I'm surprised. That I, I am surprised know. that they are doing more than one. More now, here's the funny thing. You know how we were talking about, I think, either last podcast or the one before, that we were thinking Walking Dead should end because it's just kind of gotten to a point where, you know, Rick's gone, then this is that, and yeah. it should just end. The funny thing is now watching everybody's reaction to that little teaser they gave at the end of the last episode of where the show is going now, and everybody's so excited about where the, the show is going, and it's kind of revitalized this franchise. Well, when you see, you see what? She's, what, 10, 11? Standing, a girl standing there, and she's got the forty-five on one side, she's got the sword on her back and Carl's hat. Yeah. You know, that we, Curl. we joked around about that for... Yeah. Curl's hat. Curl's hat. Sorry, Curl's hat. We joked. We joked around about that. Yeah. That at one point that was gonna. You were gonna see that. Yeah. What? The time jump. Yeah. You no, were saying that Judith, like an older kid, who was like full on decked out, ready to take on the zombie little ass kicker. You know. Yeah. yeah. That she, you know, because she's. But yeah, really, the first kid to grow up between in this, that we've seen. Between Carl was pretty young when he started though too. Yeah. Carl, but see, and that's just it. Now with this time jump, she's about the age Carl was. When the show started. In the comics. Yeah. In the, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I think they're going to talk about doing a lot of Carl's storyline in the comics that they didn't do in the first couple seasons because of, you know, whatever budget they had. They had to stay on a farm and all that stuff. But now they can talk about, oh, we can do that with Judith. And now Carl's well, character from the comics can be kind of absorbed by Judith. Yeah. Any, any of Carl's storylines in the comic book... Uh, yeah, I, that's as soon as I saw her, and I, as soon as I realized you realize there's a time jump, I immediately thought, yeah, that's why they did it. Yeah, she she's replacing Carl. Yeah, Carl. Um, but yeah, it's it's just funny to me now that you know for so long people have said like the show's gotten stagnant. I'm not watching it anymore. This and that, and now everything after that last episode with Rick leaving. And then they show the teaser on what's coming up on the next couple episodes before the mid-season break. Everybody is now just like, I'm so excited to see where the show is going. This looks amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And it's well, just we've like... Also, we've really... This is the first time we really, really are diverting from the comic book. Yeah. You know, I mean... Well, not really, because they're introducing the Whisperers now. What The funny thing is we were talking about how they're going to do uh, in between that time jump from the comic book, the two years that was separated from All Out War to where they were in the comics yeah. right afterwards. And now they're doing a six-year jump, which is, you know, like... Which is really odd, because at one point, they did say that they were going to spend this time filling in the gap to from, catch up to, from the comic book. And I wonder if that's a lot to do with the fact that Robert Kirkman is no longer very... Involved oh, I think, with it, and that, and you, you lose. And they're Rick. just saying, "Well, we're just going to go our own way now." Well, you, you lose Rick, and you lose Carl, and you lose Robert Kirkman. So now you don't have to be beholden to it. Yeah, they'll still take the bits and pieces from the comic, but sure, Daryl, Daryl will fill in a lot of Rick's storyline from the comic book, probably, and Judith will replace Carl's storylines. Yeah, I mean, and it's very apparent that that's what's going to happen. So. It's just interesting now, you know, like how people were so against the show, and then once 
you know, your main character leaves, they're all like, oh, let's go. I don't want to watch it again. But I have to catch up well, on have, five seasons because you, I haven't been watching it since season four. Or but some of that is that you have it's it's the same thing with Breaking Bad, the Breaking Bad movie. Your the curiosity of what's going to take place, you know. And a lot of these people that that left were the ones that were reading the comic books too. So now they're going and they were going. Well, we've seen this storyline. I've already read this storyline. Now you're going. Wait, Rick's gone. Carl's gone. Um, Carl's Judith gone? is older. You know, like. Wait, because Judith the, isn't even in the, in the comic comics, book. Yeah, so. so you're going, wait, how? Now, the other thing is, by doing this jump, you also now take away from having to deal with a toddler for Maggie. So now oh, you, yeah. yeah. So now you don't have to worry about that little, little kid, you know. Yeah, now watching, wondering what uh, little Herschel's going to be like. Is yeah. he going to be like Judith, too, where he's all decked out with a sword and... Well, he he'll be what six now, six or seven, yeah. Yeah, so so yeah, you have that, you know, it's it's a way to get away from having a baby on set. Yeah, because with Judith, I mean, you know, when she was a baby, you hardly saw. Her. Granted, with it being a baby, you can get away with not actually having a kid on the set. Yeah. yeah. You bring in the kid for like one day to shoot all of the. Your, well, your even scenes. when she was like the three year old or whatever in this past season, you know, yeah. all they did is like just have some family time shots, you know, like yeah. where they were playing around. And it just kind of like, okay, that's cool. Move on. <laughs> you know, there's not much a kid can do in this type of show that's, you know, uh, story worthy, I think. Yeah. In a sense of. of a, but now, now you're going to have the people going, yeah, but she's a little girl. And she's swinging a sword, and she has a gun, and she's killing things and killing people. Yeah. So be it. Yeah. Hey, well, we can get over. She's it. just kick ass. God. She just needs to say the f word and the c word a bunch of times. Oh, that's when people will go up in arms. Those mom yeah. groups will start going. Speaking of the f word, a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought this wrapped up your episode of dead talking or whatever it was you guys were doing. Used uh, to do. Oh, the yeah, we haven't done that in quite a while. No, you haven't. <laughs> the Walking Dead cast. Yeah. Um, Deadpool. We talked about this. We we heard a rumor that Deadpool was going to be returning to theaters in December. A lot of it at first made it indicate that it was like a brand new Deadpool movie. Now you know. I don't one, think anybody ever a, thought of that. I, there were. I saw a couple. People well, I think excited, we definitely though. didn't discuss that. When no, they we originally didn't. announced it. I think they announced it as a return for a PG thirteen rating. Well, but there were the way that they the original articles. Well, the original article was based off of a rumor. Yeah, that was like there's another Deadpool movie coming to theaters yeah. in December, and so some groups and some people started thinking we're getting a brand new Deadpool movie. That's why they they did the cut. You know the the. Yeah. The picture with uh, Fred Savage uh, and Deadpool on the on the unicorn, which is interesting to me, is like they think that they could have just pulled out another high budget film like that within a year. Right. Like well, was... I mean, but you know, most people don't really know how yeah. you know. A, I mean, a lot of people don't know how movie making movies works. Yeah. Well, you know, Avengers is coming out with another big movie within a year of the last one being yeah. released, so obviously it can be done, but. So once upon a Deadpool, I don't know if I don't even know that's what they're calling it. Yes, yeah. no, that's it. Is it? They're they really going to call it once yeah. upon a Deadpool. It says once upon a Deadpool with a lot less F in it. 
Yeah. So they're going to just... I don't, I don't give an F or something like that. I thought that was one of them. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But it's so, going to be PG-13. And everybody has said the same thing that we joked about with the, you know, when we first announced it, or first talked about it, was, oh, this is the Disney version of Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I saw a bunch well, Apparently of, this is Ryan Reynolds' idea. Yeah. And it, it, like, presenting it this way. He wants know, his kids Fox, to see it. Fox always wanted to do a PG-13. Right. And Ryan Reynolds said, the only way that I'll get to do it is that I get to frame it around Princess Bride and kidnap Fred Savage. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. I guess they're telling it as a story so it doesn't have the curse words in it. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I mean, because, you know, they go back, you you shoot a little bit of, you know, the... You figure nine-tenths of that movie can just be redubbed. Oh, yeah. Because you don't have to... He doesn't move. It's not like, you know... Back in the 80s, you know, the the time when they used to put movies on TV, there was this thing called TV. And you got your signal from somewhere else and came onto an antenna. But they used to shoot all those scenes twice. Right. Once with them using the F word and once with them using fudge or... But even before or, that, or, they were just, you know... Or they would get voice actors to redub it. Well, a lot of them, if you look at some of that stuff, especially early in the 80s, you look at R-rated films that made it onto TV, it's not redubbed. They no. literally shot that scene twice. Well, there was some, of, the some of it was redubbed. Some and, of it was. And it's it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of films went through the trouble of yes. shooting the scenes twice... Having one scene be R-rated, one scene being PG-rated, because selling those films to networks was big, big business before these networks were owned by the same companies that are that are making the films. But you used to make a ton of money selling a film to NBC or ABC if you had even a big R-rated film. So you it was worth the time and the energy to shoot everything twice, at least get one or two takes in which there's no language in it. And then you yeah. could cut... The violence and the stuff like that, and, and then they then they went through like when especially when TBS and some of those started buying them, they went through that time period of they would cut, you know, the film, and it was be it'd be horrible, or they would dub it over, and instead of saying like ass, you get butt, and it ends up looking or you like, just dropped it completely. Yeah, and it ends up, but it ends Which up looking like a Japanese, you know, a Japanese dub <laughs> yeah. over, you know. Well, that's why they really I think I think Commando was one of the first ones I saw on TBS or something that they dubbed over. And it was just so blatant. The weirdest black. stupid thing with that is, technically, as a cable company, they weren't under FCC rules. They right. could have shown them just the way they were, but... I don't give a fudge about this! I, but it was, it was something like that, you know, and it was always so blatant. And, you're, you know, as a kid, you're looking going, that's not right. <laughs> it doesn't so the, even fit! But the thing with yeah. Deadpool is, through the story, was that, yes, this was actually Fox's idea. It's been their idea since the very first film. And this was the only way Ryan Reynolds would do it. And isn't... Isn't he donating everything? I think so. Isn't there, I think there's a charity element to it, too. Yeah. Because it's opening earlier than when it was first rumored to open, so it'll be out longer than we thought it was. Mm. And if I remember right, if I remember hearing this right, it's there is a charity element to it that something something gets sent See, back I didn't, or whatever. I didn't hear the, the part about doing it kind of like all the uh, Princess Bride. Well, now, the, when I saw Fred, when I saw the poster with Fred Savage on it, that's what it is. It's I'm taking he he takes the role of Peter Falk, right? And Fred Savage, as an adult, is in that bed, and he apparently kidnaps him, or is telling him basically, or he's holding him hostage. See that that's like, I want to re- redo this part, and so there's new there'll be new scenes that are interspersed, just like Princess Bride. Are they are they taking the both Deadpool them. movies and combining it? I don't believe so. No, because that would be interesting if they did that too. Well, they did say that they recorded a few extra scenes for this right. movie, too. So I wonder if they're talking about the 
bedroom scene. Oh yeah, that's like exactly what they're story. talking about. They're yeah. all framing sequences. Or, or if they're going to be actual extra scenes, as in they're reshot some part of the story. Probably, probably not. You know, but the you may get a couple like deleted or uh, scenes that that may have been deleted or taken out for time or whatnot that will replace something else. Right. Yeah, but Deadpool's just Deadpool's two PG thirteen cut borrows inspiration from Princess Bride. Uh, new isn't a new tale, but recut version of Deadpool two with enough swearing and violence stripped away to make PG thirteen rating. There's some new footage used as a framing device envisioned by Ryan Reynolds and writer Reed Reese and Paul Wernick and filmed with just a tiny crew within a day's time. Set up to be a bedtime story, reminiscent of Princess Bride. In fact, the child star of Princess Bride, Fed Savage, will appear in these new scenes as Deadpool reads him a bedtime story. Uh, Fox is donating. Where is uh, Once Upon a Deadpool will be in theaters for 12 days, starting December 12th and running through December 24th, aiming to get ticket sales for teenagers on winter break. Every ticket bought $1 will go to the F Cancer Campaign, which has been renamed Fudge Cancer for this effort since the whole point of Once Upon <laughs> Deadpool is rebranding the R-rated spectacle to be squeaky clean for wholesome teens. That's what it was. They changed... I mean, that's the whole part of it, is they're changing it to Fudge Cancer. Right. And then, yeah, every ticket, which could potentially be millions of dollars that goes oh, yeah. to that charity. Well, just, just by... But I would say, if you made so much money with it, Starfish Fox, just give whatever you get from it. Well, like, the, deduct, the, well, deduct whatever yeah. it costs you to shoot those extra scenes. Right. Instead of a dollar a ticket, it's like, you know, whatever Or just be like get. 50% of the gross or whatever, it will go... Not even 50 No, but I mean, you've, already made, you've already made your yeah. money for most of this movie. It's yeah. a reissue of the movie, so... And Roughly. but here we talked about this when we first when we first heard the rumor was that would people really go back and see the same movie again without having all the cursing and everything? I but would say now, for this one, yes. But now, if by doing it, all of Princess Bride, it gives you a reason to go back and see it. Well, there had to be new stuff in it. Just releasing it doesn't do you anything, right? To me, people will go out of curiosity just to see kind of what they would do because again. By being able to redub everything Ryan Reynolds says, all of his curse words are very easy to redub, and it's not going to look dry. And he's the only one that really cusses in it. Maybe I don't even remember. No, Klaus, 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 oh no, he does. Yeah, and so does. Um, uh, when he says it one so time, so does T.J. Miller's character like crazy, and so does Blind Al. Everybody in it curses. Yeah, uh, Blind Al does. Yes, T.J. Miller. Yes. Yeah. Um, all the other characters. Uh, it says it one like once or twice. I'm sure. Deep, deep up, whatever. Depender, Deponder, whatever. Yeah, that's what I mean. Dopender. Dopender. Dopender, that's what it is. So it'll just be interesting to see how they how they change those those lines. Again, the redubbing is the easiest thing. And sure. And just see what, what could they come up with. Because sometimes when you put those odd pieces into a film like that, you know, everyone says, if you do it the first time, it's just such this weird sort of... It doesn't make any sense because it doesn't sound like people talk, but it ends up being funny. If you're right. doing it for a comedy, it makes sense. Well, that's what I was going to say. Mean, is... That old commercial of um, the the woman with the, you know, you lit liquor. Like, that is yeah, a great, yeah. and it's just like, instead oh, of calling Orbit, her, yeah. yeah. The Orbit gum Yeah, the Orbit or gum commercial. Sears or JCPenney's one. The Sears had... one is, yeah, using, well, that's using, it's using words that come together. It's right. like sofa king. If yeah. you put them together... See, Shears was doing the same thing. It was stuff that sounded like it. Yeah. You know, I shipped my pants. Right. That's what it was. Because you're shipping pairs of pants to you. Yeah. But that's, that's <laughs> kind of using the words. But in, in the, the Orbit one is, yeah, it's replacing that type of stuff and you can come up with And this stuff. this movie... It's Samuel this Jackson's movie franchise. Plane. Oh, yeah. It's that the, 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 the clean cut, quote unquote, the redub cut is hilarious. Yeah. Because of what they had to figure out to put on there 
just to have it, mm. you know. And this film lends itself to being able to do bad redubs. Yeah, because or it's already even the a bad lip reading. Yeah, you know, type. Once style. it's already a comedy, yes. Like if you redubbed uh, Logan, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why would you redub Logan? That doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. Now here's this is me thinking on the future because we all know that they're gonna put out a DVD release of this. Is it gonna be what's a DVD? A, a DVD. DVD. What's uh, what's a DVD? You I got everything Blu-ray? streaming. Hello. 4K. I steal it off the Blu-ray. internet the day after streaming. Whatever you want to call it. Are they gonna just anything. re-release Deadpool two with this being as a special feature? Or is this going to be released as their own separate one? No, and, it'll be released its own separate and, Well, I mean, it'll, sh- it should be, it'll probably be both. And are they still going to donate any proceeds from the sales of those to Who knows? their campaign? If they, if they release it at all as a D- uh, Blu-ray, DVD, 4K, or streaming, it'll be its own separate thing. It'll probably be Once Upon a Deadpool. That's how, uh, how it'll be listed. It'll get released on its own. It'll get released as a pack. Because you can release it digitally at any point. You right. Care. And then you, you'll, you'll do a, a Deadpool physical, pack. If you put it in a physical media, you do it by itself or together. But then, yes, what what happens with your your proceeds and stuff like that? And it just depends. Yeah. It depends on how much control Ryan Reynolds has, too. That's true. Uh, so Pacific Rim and Altered Carbon are coming to Netflix as anime series. I thought Altered Carbon was already a Netflix series. I thought it was, too. It's a, it's a live-action series. But it's but it their, is on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. It's Netflix made, so it's their right. own branded one. But but they're going to do it as anime. Is that the, the Black what? Mirror sort of? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. 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 Well, it's like yeah, the exactly. guy that gets, uh, I guess, put to sleep for a while and then wakes up in in a new world where he's a cop or something like that. Oh. I don't remember. I, I never watched it. I was never really interested in it. But, now the last Pacific Rim movie didn't do. I don't think either that one of well? these did very well. So when you sent that message to the well, Audrey Carbon had a, it had a good following. It had a good following for like two days, and then it just kind of dropped off the mat. But doing the, I mean, yes, Pacific Rim can lend itself to be anime. Pacific Rim should lend itself to be anime. Yeah. Um, it didn't fight. But the second movie supposedly is just anime, right? <laughs> But do you think that they've run their course already with these? I mean, I see these we have like prop- a theme like we did last week. These two, these two properties are just you know, I don't. I'm personally, I don't understand because they didn't do very well by what I re- read online. I think Netflix is just, trying to find things to replace Marvel. Netflix, I think Netflix, okay. yeah, Netflix is so trying Nef- to replace everything. Netflix is basically this is. I think it's Wall Street Journal article I read today, which is this idea of what Netflix is doing is it's got there's two sides to Netflix. There's a classic Hollywood content side, and there's an algorithm side. And the algorithm side was the early side. It said, we make these based on what people are already watching. Right. The Hollywood side is saying, no, we're making what we think people are going to like. Now, the Netflix side, the, the, uh, the technical side could say, the amount of people that went to see Pacific Rim 2, although it's a failure for a movie that cost you $150 million to make, is more than enough for an eight-episode cartoon that is maybe $100,000 to make all eight of them. Sure. And you're watching people boom, 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 boom. The thing with Netflix that this article was also mentioning is that 
both sides, or, or not both sides, the, the Hollywood side is saying they need more original content because what they're getting from TV series and movies from other places, one is going to be replaced and two doesn't have the same value of something by itself. Right. The amount that they, the amount of original content that Netflix is planning to make is insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they bring up two specific things. One of them is Glow, and the other one is whatever that Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda series is. Frankie and... Uh, Frankie, and Frankie and June. Frankie and whatever. Frankie and Grace, I think. Yes. Yeah, Grace, Grace and Frankie. And Frankie. Okay, yeah. So, according to the article, and according to Netflix Insiders, the technical side, the algorithm side, said you sh- neither of those should have ever gotten a second season, because both of them technically failed in terms of what Netflix was expecting. They as far as critical, viewership, you yes, know. They're, yeah. they're, they're, their critical was fine, but both of them are not cost effective for them. So the algorithm side says, don't make a second season. They made a second season of both because the Hollywood side, and, and by Hollywood I just mean people who are creative concepts who aren't sure. looking at numbers. This is if you're if, if this is baseball, it's the sabermetrics guys versus the old school scouts, right? The guys looking purely at numbers and guys who are looking at a creative, talent of a whole thing. Yeah. So the Hollywood side said we're doing this because. One, the glow, uh, the glow creator is the same creator as Origin of the New Black, and they don't want to piss her off. The second one is you have Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, who are fairly powerful people within Hollywood, mm-hmm. that you don't want to piss off. They talked about the campaign that they ran for the second season of Grace and Frankie, dumped Jane Fonda completely from all of the images that they were putting out, or wanted to, because they ran all the numbers and said people react to Lily Tomlin favorably. People do not react. And she was nominated also. Yeah, but, so it's right, also, but, right. but the thing was is people would, running their kind of blind mm-hmm. tests of throw, showing a poster that says Grace and Frankie and has Lily Tomlin's character on it, people would click that they're interested. But if it had both of them on it or just Jane Fonda, people would just ignore it. Jane Fonda still holds a lot of divisive... Yes. You know, once you get outside of the coasts, people go to, go to Middle America and mention Jane Fonda and see what happens. She's still handling uh, Jane. Yeah. So those types of things where they're saying the algorithm side is telling you all of the numbers and we're, we're trying to get this into this sort of mathematical equation as to people what, what people are doing or what people are watching. Right. And the other side is pushing back because there's a realistic element to this. We see something like um, uh, they mentioned Fox with who's the creator of, of uh, American Horror Story. Uh, Brad Falchuk and Ryan. Ryan. Him, yeah, but he Ryan did, Murphy. Ryan Murphy. So Ryan Murphy did Scream Queens on Fox Eleven, right? On on the national channel, that should have been canceled halfway through its first season. It got two full seasons mm. because Fox as a network as a whole was like, we are not going to piss him off. Yeah. Well, there's also the investment of the caliber of actresses that they got. To yeah, play but in it but too. the pure number point of it was oh, to sure. cancel that halfway through the season. There was no reason to finish that first sure. season, and there was definitely no reason to do a second in terms of pure numbers. Now. In terms of the real realistic side of what you're doing for people mm-hmm. and what you want to do going forward, you're going to take care of whatever it is. ABC is never going to piss off Shonda Rhimes. Right. Ever. No matter what. Even if they get something and they watch it and they go, wow, this is, this is just turd. We cannot air this. As soon as that door opens and she walks in, it's going to be on Sunday night at 9 o'clock and we're going to put a $30 million ad campaign into it. Right. Because even if that bombs... The people side of ABC is saying somewhere down the road she's going to get it back. But sometimes it's not even that. It's the a good a good thing is the uh, Roseanne with the Connors thing. You know they would still have had to pay out the same amount of money they would have cost them to make those. Yeah, shows. this is it, this is a little more simplistic, but it's the same right. idea in terms of um, Altered Carbon and Pacific Rim. Is 
is do the numbers support that being there? You could see the technical side say yes. There's enough people that watched Altered Carbon. There's no, more than enough people that watched both Pacific Rim movies that doing a cartoon, doing something that's a little bit cheaper, it takes longer to make, but it's cheaper to make. Right. Putting that out there is more than is more than enough. It and gives you multiple seasons. You can do whatever you want with it in terms of, of you know... But uh, doing it as an anime whatever. style is not going to take you as long as doing it as if you did a 3D rendering kind of like Clone Wars or Rebels. It, it will. I mean... That's anim- one reason why Resistance, animation is animation resistance is animation. isn't... You know, it, it, they can put it out faster and cheaper than they could Clone Wars or Rebels. Animation is still animation. It's going to take them nine months to do one way or Sure, other. sure. So... And they've already seen there. a success with Voltron and some of the others. Success with a lot of things. The yeah. thing is, is that because we don't know pure numbers, you don't really know what's successful and what isn't in terms of their original content. Right. And the other thing is, there's nothing. There's very few things that have been on it that is that everybody you know has seen it. Even even in the last couple weeks or whatever, we have House of Haunting Hill, which was supposedly a huge mm-hmm. success, and yet. Out of all the people I talked to, one in six have seen it. Sabrina. Sabrina has gotten a lot of a lot of play over the last couple of weeks. Again, Which most just of the people I know, sued too. most people I know, what, never Sabrina? seen it. Yeah. For what? There's a lawsuit for Sabrina now. Um, Melissa Joan Hart suing Sabrina. <laughs> they didn't ask no, me to be I, in it. I, I saw. That, I saw it has something to do with some of the content of it. Oh. Oh, it was the. Um, Archie is suing. Devil worshiping. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. So the devil worshiping is suing. I, I don't know. I don't know how the lawsuit works. This is works. an inaccurate pre- depiction of devil worshiping. I, I don't exactly know how, how. What's the lawsuit? What the details of the lawsuit are? But I do know it has to do with the satanic a, aspect of it. Case of people who have too much money. And it's probably the church get, of Satan. What was it? Booty. Booty hurt. <laughs> what was it? Booty bothered. Oh. Booty, booty. Booty bothered. bothered. Instead of using butt hurt, we're using booty bottom. about stuff, and it's just well, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is also is, is one of those, they're they're grabbing something that has a cult following, whether it's attached to Riverdale, which it really isn't, but Archie Horror uh, as a comic book, as a, as an imprint, which is a complete disaster because they can never do more than four issues of anything. Yeah, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is something like five years old, and they haven't even gotten past the seventh issue, uh, as no one can do it. It's a super dark comic. It's super R rated. It's full of, of sex and violence and, and cultism. So and is this. <laughs> yeah, and that's so they've decided this is what we're going to do, and that's why we went Did to Netflix. Did you see, they, they showed the original cast. That's a great campaign, to have the original cast watching watch the it. episodes. And I doubt they watched the whole thing, because I just a lot of those women I look at and are like, they wouldn't know I've gotten through oh, no. that whole No, episode. no, no. But they were looking. They, it was so funny, because you know, they had uh, Melissa Joan Hart, and then they had, I forget the guy who was. You know, the cat? Huh? Yes, the cat. Yeah. No, no, well, no. The cat. I'm just cat saying the, the voice of the cat. Her boyfriend in it. Oh. So they were watching it, and then there was a scene where they were they 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 kind of you know give you a glimpse of the of the show, and it's them getting it on, and they're like, "Whoa, we never that. did that." <laughs> and then, and then uh, he goes, "Well, I hope there's not a curse where the the actor loses his hair because he had like long hair or something because yeah. he takes his hat off and he's like bald," yeah. and he was like, and then they showed the older. Uh, women that were, you know, the moms yeah. or the nice. aunts or something. Yeah. yeah. And they're like watching it going, oh, no, 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 we never did. Oh, we would have never let Sabrina do that. Or, oh. And then most of the goes, well, at least the cat looks better. Ours looks like a freaking stuffed rat or something. <laughs> but it was just, it was funny watching them watch it. Yeah. And you're going, yeah, that's <laughs> totally that's, different than the show. That's funny. But in terms of the Trump, 
it makes sense to me to do both of those shows. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I wonder, um, you know, because I think Netflix also focuses on what can we do to gain more viewership, like to get people to actually sign up for Netflix. Yeah. Are they thinking that this is going to get people to well, sign up? Well, the, the thing is, it's, no, it's not I don't a, think that. But here's the thing: it's not a, it's not as much of a sign up game anymore as it's getting people not to leave. Right. Mm. You have so many options when Disney Plus Play Plus Plus, plus Disney Plus. I'm trying to remember what what the actual title is now. It's when Disney, Disney Plus comes plus out, symbol. Netflix is already anticipating losing some of its subscriber base because if it's going to be roughly the same price, Disney has sworn it'll be less than Netflix. But let's admit it, it's going to be like a dollar less. Yeah, if be, Netflix be is nine ninety nine, it'll be eight ninety nine. Yeah. So if your budget is is that tight, where ten dollars, you have ten dollars to attribute to a streaming service. If Disney comes out of the gate with what looks like now three or four original series, one of which is Star Wars, one of which is Marvel, and a ton of their own content within the first six months, people may be dropping Netflix. Or if you have enough content on there across the board, across all of these demographics. That says I can't see dropping Netflix. You'll find ten dollars to cut somewhere else. Yeah. So it's you know you'll do the uh, I won't have ramen for two weeks. Yeah. And well, starve to death. The other thing they said was once the Disney Fox deal goes through, Hulu will now be distributed worldwide. Because right now Hulu is only available in the U.S. Hmm. So I thought that's an interesting twist. You know, a little turn to the. Uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't either. But that's going to also cut into the Netflix international market. It'd be funny if Disney comes out and it's like four ninety nine. If they come out for four ninety nine with what they're offering, well, that's yeah. the thing is for them because Netflix is its own thing. I mean, right. They have to spend their own money. Yeah. And again, the same report that I was reading, there's something like forty million dollars in the hole because they're projected. They're projecting themselves as revenue three years down the road versus what they're spending now. No. But they're spending so much money. You know, the, the estimate is that they make something like $12 billion a month. But they're spending over $9 billion in original content. And you have to pay You have to pay everybody. You have to have all of this technical you don't services. You don't have the ad revenue that you get with You don't have ad revenue at all. Yeah. There is none. It's well, all based on subscribers. There's also For, talk about ads coming to Netflix, too. I would be shocked if there aren't ads in Netflix by the end of next year. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely I, I be floored. I would be surprised. And as long as it's at the beginning and it's not the new Facebook thing where you're going through some inspirational story about, you know, a kid with Down syndrome on, on a football field. And the or kids a dad coming him, back from the military. Him, and the kids are letting him score. And just before it happens, i got to watch 30 seconds of playing Bejeweled. Yeah. Um, oh, that's the worst. <laughs> at least they tell you, ad starting soon. F off. Um, and in terms of Disney, Disney could very easily put its, its service out at five bucks a month. And realize that as long as it covers the basic costs of the staff they have to hire to maintain Disney Plus, they're good. Yeah. Because all that, because again, they also have an avenue to to produce and distribute their own content physically or digitally in other avenues. After the first season of The Mandalorian or Mandalore, whatever it's going to be called, they're going to put that out on DVD and they're going to stream it. You know, they'll, they'll. Hell, you could see them sell it to Netflix or something. Oh, where it's yeah. like the exclusivity is or there. Or ABC or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or they're going to show it on Disney XD late at night or something like that or, or some other channel that, you know, now that they have a Fox deal and they have other other cable avenues, that could be on FX. Why wouldn't you? Because then... What, they're going know, to because that's extra ad revenue. Well, it's not just people. ad revenue. Then if you're not buying the streaming service right. and then you're all of a sudden, you know, a year after you're getting to watch The Mandalorian, you're going, oh, crap. This is what I'm missing on there. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go back. I need to catch up on four seasons. Now. Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Netflix doesn't have that same uh, that same ability. They, you know, a lot of Netflix shows have ended up on DVDs or whatever, but they have to pay somebody to, or somebody will pay them to distribute it. But it's not something that that's already set up for them. Unlike Disney, that can simply it has all of its own in-house stuff to be able to press DVDs and Blu-rays for Mandalore and pop it out. <laughs> and Disney can also put up ads for like Disneyland or some of their other things and well, yeah, <laughs> charge themselves for it. Yeah. Um, speaking of Disney Plus, Loki was confirmed as a, that it is happening for sure. But he's dead for sure. And with Tom Hiddleston. But he's dead. Yeah, but I don't know anybody else. No, that would be very Loki awkward. Starring, Loki starring Matt Damon. Well, no, but no, there there was a lot of talk. We we joked about it last week with you know Kid Loki. Great. But there was a lot yeah. of there was a lot of talk that they may go to a Kid Loki. I never thought they'd actually really do that. I didn't think they would, but there was, apparently that was being tossed around for a while with it. <laughs> but they are going to go and tell it. Starring Tom, Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. You are going to have Tom Hiddleston as Loki in the show. So however episode, you know, figure, they're probably going to do what, 10 episodes, you think? Maybe less. I don't think they'll do that. You don't think that long? I say six. I could see that's six to, to seven. Each of them like six to seven? Yeah, hour long episodes six, maybe seven. Scarlet Witch was also confirmed, and uh, there's a lot of talk, and there's a there's a lot of um, rumor. R- yeah, rumors probably oh, the best word coming out that it may be the way to bring the X Men or the mutants into the MCU. It'd be weird to do on a streaming service. It'd be where you don't have as much access. You're doing cap. You possibly. What are you doing, Cap? Uh, the, 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 oh, yeah, but that's that's something smaller than an entire race of people that you plan on making hundreds of movies for, or whatever. It's having that, it, it's it's the argument of having the 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 storyline from Shield go into Age of Ultron and then come back the next week and be like, right? I hope you went to uh, no, see I Age get of Ultron. Um, the Tom Hiddleston thing. I love that his his Twitter or post that kind of confirmed it. It just says, Loki, more stories to tell, more mischief to make it, more to come. And that was it. It yeah. was just this brilliant little thing. And you can, like we said last week, you can tell stories from any point in the history oh, of sure. Asgard for sure. Because as an immortal, or, or all intents an immortal, he's looked like that for hundreds of years. So right. mm-hmm. you could do, uh, like Jason Aaron's Thor in that first storyline of Thor visiting, uh, you know, Norway in the yeah. 1300s or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or BC beforehand. So you can do anything with that. And it could be a really fun type of series where you have Loki making mischief on Earth, you know, back in the medieval times. Yeah. So. That'd be interesting. I, I mean, you could even have him doing time jumps and whatever. You know, you don't you even, even have to have it, it on Earth. Has. Yeah. You can have it on Asgard. Yeah. Um, no, Asgard. but the, the, the Scarlet Witch thing is, it's fascinating only because... She, they've never really established that she wasn't a mutant. You know, they just when when they with the introduction during Age of Ultron, uh, they only said they were. You know, they were testing on the twins. They never said if they were mutants or not, or you know how they got their powers. Don't they tell? Don't they tell them in the that first post credit scene that they created them? No. They just uh, say they, they were did. testing on the mutants. The te- the, the well, they never said uh, testing on the mutants. Yeah, because no, they said unleashing they, the testing twins. on the twins. Testing on the twins. The, the, they were the only ones successful of their tests. 
So yeah, they, but that, they say mutation. So I think no, they don't no? say mutation. They don't say mutant. They don't say they mutation. Because they, yeah, they can't. But they never give an indication of actually where their powers come from. You, if you watch Agents of Shield, it makes it kind of gives you the idea that they are possibly inhumans. But in the movie, within the movies, they don't say one way or another of what they are. So, and I think I, I honestly, I think they did that on purpose. Just because they couldn't say mutants, but then you, you just leave it ambiguous. Because you, you don't really need to tell what they are. Mm. If, if comic book fans wanted to take it as, yeah, they're mutants, leave it be. You know, that's another reason to kill... Well, you, also, you also have to remember, uh, Marvel actually said they're no longer mutants, too. That is true. Marvel did go back and say that. <laughs> that was their way of, of trying to blend and cover it up. Uh, you know, the... But now that they are going to be able to have mutants, it's like, well, you know, okay, maybe Scarlet Witch is a, is a mutant, and she does a reverse House of M instead of, you know, getting rid of the mutant gene. She now creates the mutant gene, or you know, you, know, you could even do it where Doctor Strange opens up a portal to an alternate. You know, you do. Um, um, an alternate, you know, Earth, mm. and they come through, or something, or you know, you do a blending of the multi-Earths. Yeah, you know, there's all there's the ways to do it, but they were a lot of people are starting to speculate that because of the time of when they were possibly releasing I the was Scarlet say, Witch. When is that supposed to come out? They haven't said. Yeah. Um, but then that could just be on the... I'm sure one of the either Loki, Scarlet Witch, or the Cap Bucky, or excuse me, the. Uh, the Bucky uh, Falcon thing is going to be out the release of launch, and if they're not having you know, and what they what they say before they only were going to have new content so far. They weren't going to have anything old. They originally said that it was going to be everything from 2019. Right, so they could go in production and have all three of these ready to go when it first comes out. Mm-hmm. So that way they have different content on there. You know, if if you if you if you sit down to buy this streaming app and you have Three Marvel shows, two Star Wars shows, and a Star Wars cartoon. You're more likely going to buy it than if it only had the Mandalore and. Oh, I was already set to buy it once they announced that entire Disney library is on there. From well, the, eventually, that's the thing. Still, we thought we were hoping it would be at launch, but as of right now, it's not. But still, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm like that. To me, is worth the price just because of those films. I don't have to go out and try to find them on like a DVD or something like that. What's I a DVD? Just... Yeah. It's that round thing that you put in something to play on uh, the TV. Because I think the biggest announcement that they made, other than the actual title of the streaming app this week, was the fact that we are going to basically get a Rogue One-ish TV series. It's, it's, the, it's what I thought. To me, from what it sounds like, it's, it's mm. the show I wanted them to make it's a black ops team that's what i was thinking i think it's more of like a gonna be a military type series or a cop drama with cassian well, i don't think it'll be a cop i don't think a cop well, drama but yeah I he, some sort of like yes procedural military yeah like military procedural yeah, it's gonna be a mission thing. based thing i yeah. look all i care about is to get k2so right that's it that's just the, first, the first episode maybe when he finds k2so no they've already sold it They've, huh? already sh- they've already showed you that. What? It's a, That's the one shot. It's the oh, comic yes. one shot. You already know how he gets yes, them. Yes, that's right. The comic one shot. Um, 
Which no, they could shoot again. Yeah. They could shoot that. Because those, those two twins are interesting, too. Yeah. Well, hell, you know, majority of the people probably watching it won't be reading the comic. See, I, I had <laughs> I had an idea for... I had an nope. idea for a Black Ops team like that. And one of the first episodes, they're in, like, level 1313 in Star Wars. And they run into... You guys' obsession with 1313 is... I'm just, just saying that, you know, just... <laughs> no, it's just that the whole internet with this 1313 yeah, thing. No. Like it, I'm just saying in one of the lower levels of Coruscant, and they're in a seedy bar, and they run into a Gungan, which actually happens to be Jar Jar, that had been tortured by the Empire forever, who no longer has the Misa all that, you know, he has Why a would boy. he be tortured by the Empire? He was the one that started the Empire. Because... He is the Empire. <laughs> Misa is Empire. Why but didn't you have him run into a Sleaze Bago? Yeah. Because there's a great character that nobody remembers. But I was just saying that this way, you, you take Jar Jar and you, you, you turn him into this... No Jar Jar. It's just, just, just know, half cyborg just have Gungan that, just no have long, you know, that has a regular voice. You understand how many people would be mad if Jar Jar ends up back on the screen. No, I think yeah. if, you, if you... But if you do it a right way where Jar Jar has been tortured Look, and now not no, the no, same... No. You can make it's it's Star Wars. Everyone's gonna be mad anyway. So well, yeah, that's a, that, that is a true. Yes. They're gonna hate it even so more. So do keep it simple. It's all mission based. Yes. It's Cassian and K two S O and a group that we haven't seen before. Maybe I mean you might be able to get someone like Melshi in it. I mean there's an actor who could probably be in it. You might see somebody from there. Well, hell, there's but, a whole bunch of teams from like the Resistance in the movie Rogue One. You can kind of use some of them. In, that's what I mean. You can use those guys. Them. I mean, Melshi as a as a character was someone who obviously had had. A, been a part of a group for a while right um there are some people that i think they're that were in it that probably wouldn't be able to do you know that probably wouldn't be doing a streaming service i can't remember isn't there some there's at least one guy who's fairly well known isn't there someone like rapper or something is one of the one of that team oh uh he was part of the the scarif yeah that's team. what i'm talking yeah. about i just don't remember who it was but that guy's probably not going to do it maybe he would. who knows but if you you can probably fairly See, easily find the guy who plays because Melshi's the only one who really gets named, right? And so you're able to use that, and you can use uh, General Dre- Drevin. Is that his name? The the guy, the, the post commander, post commander. Good lord, uh, Cassian's commander, the guy who tells him to. Oh kill yeah, him. yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's is it General Dre- Draven? Draven. 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 Yeah. yeah. He's he's a character in it. Boom. Yeah. He, you he's can in charge of the squad. Get, you can probably get... Yeah, he's he's basically the old Pash Kraken character. Yeah. Where Kraken was the head of like the rebel secret ops and the black squadron ops, stuff like the that. Only thing, the, only thing the, thing that, the only thing I wish that... The only thing I wish is You can that, use Admiral Raddus very easily. Yeah. You could probably use the, the Mon Mothma once in a while. Uh-huh. You know. So you've got a you lot could of, use, a lot of you people You could use you your Yavin base if you want. Yeah, it's just a set. The only thing I, I was... I, when I when I heard it, I was like, okay, that's cool because I like Cassian. But I also was like, well, if they didn't have somebody, I mean, you can kill him off, or you can have him go off and do something else. Because I was hoping that they would continue it, maybe between four and five. You know, like you see the at the end of the Battle of Hoth, they take dead. off one while you're huh? He's but he's dead. dead then. I know that's what I'm saying. Is you that kind of ruined that part of it for me? Is that now you're you you've set yourself between three and four for sure. Yeah. Did yep. you read Battlefront? No, I know. Yes. Read Battlefront. You want to get between three and four and I know. five? Yeah, I know. Read Battlefront. I know. I'm just saying that to have a live action show take place between that. While if the, you're going to do a live action show between that, make a Rogue Squadron. If you're doing yeah. a if you're doing a live action show between four I, and five, you'll call it Rogue Squadron. Hell, they could. I'd love to see them do a Rogue Squadron. Boy, did I hate the name how they figured out that name. And the yeah. comic is so cheesy. But then again, they're bad at naming people like Solo. 
<laughs> but that solo, that was the first line they ever came up with. That's, so That's how they that sold. That should have been the first line they didn't come up that with. That was how they sold. They pitched the movie to Bob Iger. That's dumb. Bob Iger's an idiot then. He's, they said, that was, I mean, that was it. That was when he said, yeah, Catholic, go, do it. So you said, hey, he gets his name from an imperial agent. Or what's the rest of the movie? We have no idea. <laughs> Green yeah. light. Yeah, I don't think so. No, that, that, that was one. They said that was the very first line written for the movie. That could be the very first line written for the and movie, but that doesn't mean Bob, that's what sold Bob Iger to when do Bob it. Iger, and he said, they said when Bob Iger saw that line. Already, then Bob Iger doesn't understand Star Wars as well as other people do. <laughs> 99% of that movie, to me, completely understands Star Wars. There's 1% that doesn't, and it's that part. Oh, sure, thing. sure. I do like... Uh, the uh, honest trailer was like it's just a movie about how Han got all his stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> his gun, his ship, and his friend. <laughs> it's like, well, and kind his, of, yeah. And where, his where, dice. Where, where's Where's the part where he gets a uh, where he gets a uh, he gets his black jacket and he gets the curly blush type pants? Where are those scenes? He gets that on Tatooine when he goes to beat the the the, the gangster. Well, I'm sure he gets which it that part of Solo really bugged me because. You know, they could have mentioned Jabba by name because everybody, you know, you've already established Jabba, that Jabba is a main, you know, a main gangster on Tatooine. Or if you want to do a sequel without Jabba, then not naming him gives you some outrights. Sure, what but how many, else how many big time gangsters are on? At the point that they're at, possibly there's not. There's lot, two, yeah. I mean, in, in the sort of pre-canonical, Jabba is big time where he is in episode one but there's another hut on Tatooine who's his rival <sighs> so you could have put yeah that but Clone in. Wars establishes Jabba as now the the main uh doesn't mean he stays that way doesn't mean there isn't something in between I guess you could yes true there's there are some points where you don't want to lock stuff down if you if you want to do something you you keep those avenues open right by just saying that because yeah we as fans can go hey that's Jabba Right. But them as creators can go, what if he go works for Zorba the Hut or Gongren? Or you used the big heavyset guy. The heavyset guy. You can that's find a guy the who original looks like Jabba. him. And he's the other gangster that's on there as, yeah. as kind of an he's Easter He's the egg. fake Jabba. Yeah. He's running, he's running under Jabba. He's, he's, he sets up this mission into, or this, this Jabba. That would, that would be interesting if they did that. But that's why sometimes you want to be ambiguous because it, your fans can go, oh, yeah, okay, that's it. But it can be something else. Yeah. I mean, there's some cases where that ambiguity drives you crazy, like Doctor Strange. Well, it's the because Jabba that's movie. totally supposed to be Rhodey, and they keep telling me it isn't. I'm telling right. you, it is. Yeah. There's the uh, Jabba movie that they're doing that's going to intertwine they're into not doing the any of those movies. <laughs> All those movies got sort of canceled because they were never really. They were never really there. They're, they're wanting to do TV <laughs> stuff for the well, Obi service. Obi Wan's happening. Obi Wan's happening for sure. But see, I'm, su- I'm surprised that as soon as they announced that they were doing. One live action show for for uh, Marvel, more for the the Disney play. Yeah, that it didn't automatically. Well, the second one's going to be Obi Wan. Ewan McGregor's totally going to do TV. But, He's totally going to do TV. But see, you can you can do those now, because you're doing your Marvel one shots. Basically, you can do your Star Wars one shots. Yeah, you just did. It's with Diego Luna, <laughs> right? You have two of them now. Basically, you now you have the Mandalore. Well, that's a, you're setting up two, you're setting up two series in two timelines in which you can do multiple seasons without a problem. Right. Again, Obi Wan's story after Episode Three should be really, really, really boring. Oh yeah, totally. And so a TV series to me makes absolutely less sense than a movie. 
It makes, the it's only makes thing, it about the same. Uh, yeah, it, the only thing that happens to him is Darth Maul shows up and he kills him in two seconds. Right. And that's the end. And you had that already. And then you look out and Luke's there and I'm like, that guy's way too old. <laughs> or way too young. Way too young. Way too young. He's supposed to be the same age as Ezra. And Ezra's out there kicking ass for the for the rebellion. And Luke's playing around with a stupid spaceship. Luke sucks all of a sudden. Why do you keep taking away my Luke? No wonder why Star Wars fans are Whoa, angry. One of the first times you see Luke. He's, he's playing, he's playing with, yeah. with a little ship. His sister is a, is a head of the rebellion. He's a figurehead in the rebellion and a senator trying to undermine the emperor's power and her brother who's supposed to be the savior of the galaxy is <laughs> see you, you could do a leia one shot everybody wants uh no, mealy bobby brown to do it never gonna do that to, to do young leia I don't, I don't think they'll ever recast leia as long as the I, people think that, they, I think if they do a kid leia even then i think if they're doing they're gonna cgi carry fisher's face on i don't know i don't think you do that. I, I think that's one of the things that People that are there already understand we're not doing. Uh, it's we're just sacred not doing ground, it. Ground, yeah. yeah. If Harrison Ford was dead, we would have never gotten the solo movie. Oh yeah. And he tried to die on the set of episode <laughs> a seven a few times. <laughs> oh, Dory, get me! I'm gonna crash my plane. <laughs> he tried to die a few. I still love it. Uh, the the when the plane crashed on the uh, on one hundred and one, everybody was like, "Where's Harrison uh, where's Ford?" <laughs> well, it was a classic plane. <laughs> um, well, yeah, as soon as I saw it, it was a classic World War Two plane. Uh, Makes emergency landing on the 101, and I think Melissa immediately sent to me, like, where's Harrison? Yeah. Anybody know where Harrison is? Harrison in town? Uh, speaking How of the Mandalorian. if that was really... Oh, my God. That would have been... <laughs> <laughs> if the news was a Harrison Ford crashes plane on the 101. his AT6 on the 101 freeway making an emergency landing. Oh, my God. Well, get so out of the plane, dude. As soon as... Well, I think at that point, they would have to take away his pilot's license. Okay. They should have taken away two, a long time ago. Two is enough. <laughs> Two. That would be three. Be three. Yeah, because he crashed in the uh, in the golf, golf course. course. Yeah, and then well, he didn't crash, but he flew directly over John Wayne Airport. Right oh, over. Right. Yeah, but he didn't crash in it. No, he didn't crash, but he flew right over top of a plane, getting ready to take off or taxiing or something. Sorry about that. <laughs> used to going. This would time. be three. <laughs> I make the jump. I mean, what four if you count the money in Falcon Door? Because you know that is a ship. Granted, it's not real, and, and most he wasn't people, flying it. Some people's <laughs> eyes, only yours. The Millennium Falcon was real. Oh my god! <laughs> I think everybody'd be playing Sabacc trying to get it. But yes, because it would be the only ship we know of <laughs> that could travel faster than lights, please. I'm pretty sure the American government would kill the entire planet. Oh yeah, <laughs> just nope. It's ours now. Uh, speaking of the Mandalorian. Um, Apollo Creed may be joining the cast. He's dead. Carl Weathers. Yeah, he's dead. He's Apollo Weathers Creed. is dead. <laughs> Apollo Creed died in the ring when Drago killed him. <laughs> no, Carl Weathers died in a jungle in South America. Predator. <laughs> he gets his arm blown off. Um, yeah, so that's an interesting casting choice. It's interesting. It's just cool. No, it's cool. I mean, it's like, you know. He's... I mean, he's not the Mandalore. No, but see, he, what he's going to do is he's going. Well, no, because he's he's going to fight him in a boxing match. <laughs> no, I was going to say he's going to be Lando in it, but no. then, or he could be Lando's dad. Not all black guys in the Star Wars universe have to be Lando. That's what it is. He's Lando's dad. Mace Windu is Lando. Mace Windu is Lando. Mace Windu is Lando. Everybody in which they I thought he was Lando's father. No, everyone in the you just they said put, everyone uh, in the Star Wars universe who's black is actually Lando. <laughs> Sam Jackson. They put out pictures of the Black Series figure from Mace Windu. Really? Yeah. The Black Series figure? 
Well, yeah. Because he's black? No, because that's the name of the collection line. They named the entire collection line after Mace Windu. (laughs) (laughs) No, after Lando. Well, what if the Black Series was just the three black characters they have? (laughs) It's all Mace Windu, Lando Calrissian, and Finn. (laughs) There's four. Who's the fourth one? In Solo. It's the same character. Yeah, Val. Wouldn't you consider the one Jedi? Um, Jesus. This is a Bach? Yes. Koth? No, because he's not human. Right. I know. Maybe his entire species looks like that. Uh, what about... You have to about... put out the Bespin Guard, and you have to put out one Rebel Soldier. Yes. One yeah. Endor Rebel Soldier, because if you notice, everybody on Leia's ship is all white. Yes. Which lends um, more to the fact that it was being shot in England in 1975 right. than anything else. <laughs> Are we going comic books and books, too? or just, No, just movies. Just movies. They don't, they don't make this about the comic books. Because <laughs> the funny thing is, when they mentioned comic books, I was thinking of the guy that's in Knights of the Old Republic. Yes. The early Mandalore, when they announced Carl Weathers. Was it Roan or something like that? I think so, yeah. Was like yeah, yeah. Name. And I was like, oh, look, he kind of looks like him. Maybe that's what they'll use. They could. Because I mean, him. it'd be a great way to bring a character. It's not like it's not like Knights of the Old Republic is canon, so you can put him wherever you want. Right. Um, what if Carl Weathers turns out to be Finn's father? Oh no, uh, Ice Cream Man is also. Oh yeah, Hood Hood Wiro or something yes. like that. Hood like Wiro. whatever they, whatever name Hood they gave me. Someone's names. What? Okay. In we got, uh, we have five. in the evacuation Six. of Six. Cloud City. Oh. The, there's ice a guy cream. in an orange jumpsuit carrying what is actually an ice cream maker. Oh. Best regard, Rebel Soldier. Yeah, we're up to seven. Yeah. We have seven black There's characters. There's no one in the Imperial. So a whole case can actually be Oh, missed. Saul. Saul Guerrera. Yeah, there you go. So eight, that's a case. That's a case. Yeah. <laughs> the Black Black Series. <laughs> and they haven't done Saul Guerrera yet. <laughs> oh, there you go. I love the idea of the Black Black Series. <laughs> the Black Black Series. Get on, it. Get on it, Hasbro. Yeah, come on, Hasbro. The really Black Everybody, Series. <laughs> nobody likes you. You might as well just do it. Oh, black and black series. So Carl Weathers, Mandalorian in the Mandalorian. Uh, I haven't seen Carl Weathers in a long in, in anything in a while. But apparently he's as long been. As he's working out. Um, apparently, yeah, he was in. Well, a, he came back as a Force Ghost in Creed Two, didn't he? So, anyways, uh, <laughs> no, he was in. Um, he was in an. Ep- I think he was in an episode of Blind Spot or something, just recently, and. Uh, he was, um, oh god, what else? It was something else. I just saw. I just saw him in it. Panaka and Typho. Oh yes, that's ten. All right, now we got now we got a big case. Yes, I forgot about that. Well, they're they're part of the revision case. <laughs> yeah, but you can't dump anybody out. That's no, bad. you have <laughs> the last thing you want to do. Just do a super case. Oh, Magnum PI is what he was in just recently. Uh, he's been doing a lot of voiceover. He was in Star vs. the Forces of Evil too. Hey. Easy money. Well, and easy money, Chicago but. Justice and Chicago PD, Chicago Fire. I forgot there was Chicago Justice. Yeah. It was on for one season. Yeah. Colony. Because there was um, Med, PD, and Fire, and there was a Justice one. That's right. <laughs> he was in an animated series called Explosion Jones. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is there, is there a black character in episode three? Um, Mace Windu? Mace Windu, but... Besides Mace Windu. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. There's none in episode four. No. Well, Darth Vader. But... Oh, he was <laughs> Darth Vader. Really? He was Chubbs in Happy Gilmore. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know that? I was like, oh, when I saw his picture, I just looked at, I looked him up and I saw his picture. Um, and he's like, oh, he looks like Chubbs. <laughs> sure enough. One of the pilots in episode five, 
Episode six is is black. I think it's one of the B-Wing pilots. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One, the correct. one B-Wing pilot. See, he said, okay. Now we're up to 11. We need a 12. I was one. trying to think if there was anyone in Jabba's palace uh, other than Lando. Oh, no. yeah. Now you need to get to 16, so we have two cases. Um, well, wave one and wave two. So. <laughs> or well, if you get to 12, you can do three cases of four. Because I've done four cases. Weren't, weren't, wasn't there an officer in episode seven on the car? I don't think so. Not that I remember. Um. Well, yeah, they can just put out a, someone in the case like that Constable Zevio guy. Zivio. <laughs> <laughs> Episode eight. I, I think even, there were. I think there were a couple of people on. Uh, I don't think any of the. I think. I think there's a. Yeah, there's like a first order officer or something. But that's hard. Yeah, Maybe. but I Maybe think. Uh, but in the casino, I think, were, I think they were trying to get rid of the. Uh, the allusions to to them being Nazis by saying, look, look, there's black people in the first order. It's okay. What uh, about... Um, the casino, I think, is an alien. Is it? Yeah. How about the pa- the Padawans in episode one? Eh, it's tough. I don't think there is. There, and There's one, I think. Is there? Yeah, I think I remember seeing one. <laughs> because we're going to be searching through all, all eight films to try to find black characters. There's one! You use the, you use the guy in Rogue One. Oh, the, one of the yes. ones, yeah. There you go. You got Sagarer and, and the 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 soldier. The soldier, yes. Gosh darn, I can't remember. I gotta look at that. <laughs> um, right, keep going with whatever you. I don't even know what we were talking about. The Mandalorian, <laughs> Carl Weathers. <laughs> and now you got Carl Weathers. Yeah, now we're up to thirteen. Crap. Now we gotta get to sixteen. <laughs> we gotta get another case. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, this is conversation has really jumped the rail. We've we've now? jumped we've jumped the baby shark. Top <laughs> God. Um, anything else? You make anything else that I missed this week? Anything in comic books, Chris? No, I'm just trying to figure out. Um, the president of Comic Con passed away. That's you know, Comic Con is canceled now. (laughs) Yeah, let's start that rumor. (laughs) (laughs) See if that works out. Fiftieth year is the last year. Uh, no, I mean it's it's sad you know his passing, but yeah, he he was probably fifty when he started Started Comic Con. It wasn't okay. that he started Comic Con. It was San Diego, CCI. Yeah. Oh, when it went to San Diego Comic Con. But he, I mean, it's just the president. I, I don't. I, I mean, um, I don't know much about the gentleman or. Dude, that right now even his name, I forget. Incorporated it. Okay, including uh, Saw Gerrera, there are four Alliance characters who are black and red. One. <laughs> You're one of the pilot, at... blue four and two of the members. Of... Oh yeah, Blue Four dies. Yeah, yep. he, he's the one who gets. Uh, he bounces off the shield. Yep. And there's two. There's there's two black gentlemen that are in the the Scarif group. Yes. So there we go. So we've got five characters from the Soldiers. That's another three that we can throw in there. I think that gets us to sixteen. <laughs> so we can do this. Get on it, Hasbro. Hey, come on, Hasbro. The Black Black series. The Black Black series. So anyways, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. <laughs> wow, that's probably the first time in 100 episodes I messed it up. So for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week.